right now because <laughs> this is Mikey D's album. Mikey D, tell us what you have. Oh, Waylon Jennings, Leaving <laughs> Town. What's nice. the songs on that? Let's see, what songs are in there? Anita, you're dreaming, leaving town, baby, don't be looking in my mind. Doesn't anybody know my name? Falling for you. But that's all right. Time to bum again. For loving me, if you really want me I'll too, I'll go. You're going to wonder about me. I wonder just where I went wrong. Oh, this I is the best. The story. By the end of the last couple songs, he's singing like the whale. Yeah. I just, I, I lived in the uh, South for a while. It doesn't take me long to fall right into that. All right. Episode 44. Time out with Patty C. The, the, the podcast. Let, let you talk about what goes through your mind when you're stuck in time out. That only happened once for me, and then after the first time, it never happened again. <laughs> We got the Cracker Jack crew with us tonight. Let's go around the table. TD, say hello to the. Greetings, everybody. It's great to be here. Mikey D. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Papa Geeks. Hello, friends, or soon to be friends after you hear this dynamic episode. <laughs> Face. <laughs> hello, people. Uh, it's Good to be back. I feel like I've missed the last couple, so I feel like I haven't been around. Here we go. Well, gentlemen and listeners, this episode is called Friendships. A friend in need is a friend indeed. I didn't know who I was gi- I didn't know who I was giving this to the first time. So I'm I'm gonna choose Papa Giggs because Papa Giggs in the future has a little free time on his hands. In the near future. Now, face, can you hand this paperwork down to Papa Giggs? Absolutely. This is a round robin to see out of these four individuals, who would you really want to be friends with? Now, it is the Teletubbies. <laughs> now, Papa Giggs, can you? Just for our audience right now, name the four Teletubbies right now. Should I sing it or just name them? <laughs> you can just name them. <laughs> no, I'll just name them. Well, we got Tinky Winky, we got Dipsy, we got Lala, and Poe. Excellent. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's on the visual aid. Oh, There's a visual aid. I'm yeah. a little less impressed. I thought he just knew that. Yeah, me too. All right. Now, Papa Giggs, can you turn to page two and please tell us the uh, gender of the Teletubbies? Tinky Winky and Dipsy are both males. Lala and Poe are females. Papa Giggs. If you had to be friends with one of the Teletubbies, please tell me who would it be of the four and why? I wish I remember. I used to watch the show a lot. I, I really got into this. I thought it was so weird when my kids were little, but I, I liked it because it was so weird. Yeah. Um, um, but I wish I could remember the personalities more. I'm going to go with Dipsy. Um, Dipsy just has that cool unicorn spike on his head. I think we could just get into like some crazy, silly 
troubles and dipsy. It just sounds like it's going to be a casual friendship. Because if you're friends with a Teletubby, you're not looking for like a deep, meaningful, let's go to the coffee shop and talk about the books we read. Or let's, you know, see these Oscar-winning movies that Patty C. would never want to watch. You know, you just want to <laughs> hang out with just a Teletubby and just run around those little forests and fields and just do silly stuff with. So dipsy is my, my pick for Teletubby friendship. I like that. Perfect. All right. You may keep those papers if you would like. I'm going to hang it up in my room. <laughs> Face. <laughs> you, you are next. You cannot be friends with yourself. <laughs> Face, for all the listening individuals out there, please tell us who you have to pick from what team. I have the A team. <laughs> and could you read the characters of the A team again? Yeah, I'm actually yeah. Some of these names we may not we may not remember their full names. So we have John Hannibal Smith. We all know he was the the leader with the cigar. And my namesake, I did not know this was his full name. Arthur Templeton Faceman Peck. Yeah, <laughs> Faceman. <laughs> I know you like face. No, no, I really like Faceman more. But go ahead, keep going. Uh, H. M. Howling Mad Murdoch. We know he was the nutball. <laughs> and Bosco Albert was B. A. Baracus. I I always just called him Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> B. A. But I guess yeah, during the show it was B. A. I thought yep. that was for bad attitude. That's what I thought too. It's Bosco Albert. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. So so face you've chosen face as a nickname for the podcast. Now if you were on the A-team, who, who's your best friend on the A-team? Well, in light of what we were just discussing about our comrade that's not here, Mr. Morrow. Yes. I'm reading the description for B.A. Baracus. It says he is a skilled fighter and is easily roused to anger. So I think I'd probably pick him right now to help us with a company that we shall not name. <laughs> That one of our comrades has an issue has an issue with. I like it. Very good. And good now, call. Face, I, I heard he's really good at giving bad reviews on Google. <laughs> I hope the face. grand jury never subpoenas this podcast for evidence. Face, you can keep those that paperwork too. Thank you. For the elder gentleman of the podcast, TD, you have a large group of people to choose from let me hand it to you yes and nice. td <laughs> td can you name the there's a company this these group of people work for who are they wkrp in cincinnati <laughs> one of my all-time favorite terrible tv shows absolutely love it <laughs> dr johnny fever um uh, I can't remember Lonnie Anderson's name. I'll, I'll take Jennifer. Paper, I'll take that paper home with me. Uh, <laughs> Les Nessman. Yes, he was great. Andy was a station manager. Uh, Bailey, Herb Tarlick, the salesman in the plaid jacket. Um, J- Doctor Johnny Fever, Venus Flytrap. Yes. Tim oh, Reed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it was a great show, and so indicative of the 70s um the guy i want to hang out with it's it's a toss-up between dr johnny fever and venus flytrap but i'm gonna go venus flytrap yeah he just had style panache 
And uh, he was always playing the chimes in the background while he was yes. talking, being groovy. Yes. On AM radio in Cincinnati. So, sure. yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Venus Flytrap. Excellent. Perfect. You, you also can take that paperwork. Thank you. This is going up in my classroom. Now, Mikey D, as I hand the paperwork to you, please take a moment to read the topic and the people. Mikey D, you have to be friends with someone in this group. What is this group called? Um, Or they don't have a name? Jeez, they're called the the Scooby-Doo characters. (laughs) Those meddling kids. Yes, those meddling kids. Wasn't there a, what was the name of the band on the side of the The Mystery band? Machine. The mis- that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Mystery Machine crew. So Scooby-Doo, Shaggy Rogers. Who knew Shaggy had a last name? I did not know that. I did not know that. I believe his first name is Norval. Norval? I think you're right. Norval you are Sha- right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Look at that. You are. You guys are wow. a wealth of knowledge. Um, Velma Dinkley, Fred Jones, and Daphne Blake. Yes. So, hmm. who do you want to be friends with the most out of that group? Before then, I before I make my choice of who my best friend should be, I'm I'm gonna make a motion that maybe we mix up the Ginger and Marianne with Velma and Daphne's choices sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 that, you know, like just it. just to you know, I you like know, it. Good. Spread the wealth. I second that motion. I think I um I think I'd want to be friends with Shaggy. You know, I think he just seems like a pretty down-to-earth kind of guy and like you said he's always got the scooby snacks in his pocket (laughs) so if you get a little hungry i like it yeah i'm gonna hungry yeah hey isn't that top isn't didn't didn't scooby used to say we're doing the friends episode didn't he used to say something like who's your best friend (laughs) i think he did Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i always told him to say "Uh uh-oh and he said that like a hundred times an episode was that scooby or astro from the jetsons that's Scooby. Know, but, uh, I think it was yeah. Scooby. George's yeah. wife was smoking hot. George Jetson. <laughs> yeah. For a cartoon, yeah. So unfortunately, uh, Big Mike isn't here, but I was going to give him the Rolling Stones. Oh, <laughs> Keith Richards. Yeah. And it would have been yeah. plain and simple. So we'll send that to him in the mail. Our, our episode tonight is friendships. Question one, we're going to get right into define friendships in your own words from a past experience that will help our audience know what a good friend or friendships mean. I think a good friendship with people, like for example, if you four guys were out someplace and they were like, hey, we're going here, or like, hey, I got an extra ticket, who should we invite? I think a good friend is someone that always brings your name up. Or at the same time, I'm with you guys and we're like, hey, I got six tickets, there's five of us, who do we bring? That's the friendship I'm looking for, you know? Not the guy that drinks all the beer and you can't find after the show because he got arrested, (laughs) but like he would bring something to the show or to the concert or to the barbecue or to the ball game. Face, what do you have? Um, Just to touch on yours a little bit, an even better friend is if there's something that you don't want to go to and you're being forced to go, you do not bring your best friend's name up and include them. <laughs> That's an even better friend. <laughs> that is it. Anyway, uh, so my, I, my, my recent example, well, not that recent anymore, but I think, and you fell in this category, Pat, when I temporarily lost my mind and disappeared <laughs> out of the Lehigh Valley for a year and just kind of showed, showed back up one day. Yeah. 
there were a couple really good friends that, I mean, they called me out on it too. Like you kind of disappeared, you ditched everybody and now you're back in town. Sure. Um, so yeah, for me, that was a really the mark of a true friend. And I don't know who, I don't know who said it to me or if they said it in this way, but a, a, to me, a, a, a good friend tells you what you need to hear, not what, not what you want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. And that's happened to me a few times. Perfect. It's been great. Excellent. Excellent. Papa Giggs, what do you got? Um, I was just looking at, like you said, past experience, and I was kind of thinking like a, from your young days and from your older days now, you know, in your young days, it was someone who was just always, you know, fun, wild, always wanted to do an adventure. Um, you could tell anything to share your best secrets, trust with everything, but just, you know, more of that fun balls to the wall, just, you know, that kind of friend older, you know, I'm just thinking someone who's a little bit, who's always there for you. You don't have to be with them all the time, but they're just always there for you. Yep. Um, you don't have to talk to for a while, but you, you know, you get back with them and it just, you know, it's like you never miss their company. Um, and they just, yeah, they're just there, you know, just there when you need them. Excellent. I like that. Mikey D, what do you got? Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. You want somebody that's kind and thoughtful. Um, you know, somebody that's fun to be around and hang out with. You can converse easily. I think it's also helpful if they've got a nice in-the-ground pool or a beach house. <laughs> yes. Or maybe, you know, a ski chalet, you know. Something like that. A couple hundred acres in the Adirondacks. Those are always Yeah, 400 helpful. acres. Yeah, in sure. the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. TD? So... I'm, this is purely hypothetical, but let's say there's a global pandemic and and you're, everybody's shut up in their houses. And at the same time, your mom is dying of cancer. Sorry to get heavy. And then one of your friends starts a podcast simply so you can, so you can all have some human contact and feel like a person for a few hours every week. Yes. That's a great friend. And that's purely hypothetical, and I'm not talking or kissing anyone's butt <laughs> specifically. But anyway, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. I'm telling you, gents, that, listen, I could have got, we all could have got through the pandemic the way it was. But I'm telling you, I was, it was fun. It was just a lot of fun. And that's the only time I said that today. I rehearsed it three times. That's the only time I didn't cry. And I'm not <laughs> crying right now. Somebody's looking for the better mic next time. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that brings up something interesting with the crew or with other friends. But what are the some what are some of the common problems that can arise from friendships? Now, I'll just throw some out there. I'm not going to get like um, politics, music, sports. You like to drink Bud Light, and I don't. <laughs> you know, TD. You have uh, a list at all? Yeah. So. Um, on the on the lighter side, the guy who eats the last slice of pizza, or um, brings you know always brings really crappy beer, but drinks everybody else's good beer. Damn, those are some problems that can arise. But also, I think just generally being a little more serious, um, I think it's pretty easy when when you're friends with somebody to kind of maybe take advantage, or you know take them for granted, not take advantage, but you know take them for granted and and you know not you know be always you know fair or cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's either Bud Light or not being cool. <laughs> Mikey D? Uh, not necessarily a common problem with friendships, but I, I was thinking about love triangles, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's, like, that's like the worst problem that you could have with a friend if they, you know, sleep with your girlfriend or <laughs> Is there something up with your wife. That's or, what Bud Light leads to. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
that, that that's like the worst, that's, right? That's that's totally wrong. <laughs> that is not a good friend. Unless you know, I mean, um, you want to share things with your friends, but not <laughs> there's certain things you can't share with your sure, friends. Sure, right? I agree. We all agree. Agreed. <laughs> agree. Papa gigs. Um, just saying no, I think sometimes can be a, a hard thing, a problem with friends saying, you know, cause you want to do everything, but you know, saying no can, you know, you got to pick and choose saying no. And then I kind of looked at female listeners. Don't get mad at us, but, uh, sometimes girlfriends or marriages can <laughs> be tough on a friendship, you know? Sure. Um, cause you know, you want to do stuff and you know, there's other considerations and I know you got to be wary of those considerations, especially like when you're young, you're friends with somebody and then they get a girlfriend. It's like they disappear off the face yeah. of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we're all kind of in a similar stage, <laughs> but I was going to go back when you're young and yeah, sure. that was the sure killer for a friendship, at least temporarily when yeah. they started going out with somebody new. Sure. Face. What do you got? Uh, well, what gig said was a good lead into my superpower, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think, well, I think for me, I mean, yeah, not really a, a conflict, but, uh, for me personally until recently kind of just being at a different stage of my life than 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 you guys sure you know not being married you know it's yeah it was never a conflict but um you know things have since i found a cool partner i seem to be getting invited to a few more things which is a good which is a good thing want to go camping (laughs) (laughs) so no but i mean but but totally understandable i mean there's things you know like if there's three four or five couples going away for the weekend that you know the the ninth person doesn't doesn't fit so yeah yeah i understand that oh uh, question three can you have a close relationship with someone who has vastly different beliefs and values than you face we'll go back around the table to you yeah no definitely i think in this political environment we're in yeah i mean one of my best friends really since eighth grade i mean uh you know we got we had so much fun together you know we we so many good memories but we just don't think the same on some you know things like that and, sure um you know it's pretty much that whole crew i play you know i golf with on sundays you know yeah. i couldn't think more oppositely that these guys uh, they're all great guys and i've had to bite my tongue more than 200 times <laughs> <laughs> but it's not you know it's not worth blowing up you yeah. know a, a fun sunday sure. over so sure. Sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of t- you know that's kind of tough. I mean, my buddy, who, the guy I'm closest with. I mean, I could say anything I want, you know, yeah. be- between us. But then there's you know then you bring other people in the mix, and yeah. it's not worth ruining a good thing. Yeah, I hear you, Papa Gates. I think you can, but I think there has to be terms. Like if you know there's differences, I think you just like know their differences and you don't bring them up. You know, you just don't go there, and you know you do certain things together, but maybe there's certain things you can't do together because of whatever these differences are. So. You know, I think as long as there's terms and there's limitations, I think you can kind of maybe not be your best friend, but I think you can still have a good close relationship if you compartmentalize what you do or what you say Excellent. with that other person. Yeah. Mikey D? Yep. I agree. I think you can still be friends, but maybe not as deep and close yeah, as you and, might be with other people that have the same uh, viewpoint. Well, it's a shame that we're so divided, though. It, didn't use, it wasn't always like that. No. Right. Yeah. And uh, TD? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have some friends right now, just like Lee said, and, and following up on gigs, ground rules kind of thing. Um, you know, politically couldn't be more different. Um, and we know that, and we just stay away from those topics. And we talk about things we have in common, family, interests, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and they're fun-loving, you know, great people. Um, they're just certain places we don't go in the conversation because... We just know that's not going to work for anyone. Excellent. 
but you know, still great friendship. Sure. Do anything for them. They do anything for us. Hey, what's the funniest thing you and your best friend have ever done together? <laughs> uh, TD? Uh, when I was in ninth grade, I had a really good friend, Brian Goodwin. Uh, if he's listening right now, we'll both be stunned. I'll be stunned that he's listening. <laughs> He'll be stunned that I mentioned him. And um, we uh, decided we were going to ride our bikes in the Reading Christmas Parade. Uh, anybody could enter the Christmas Parade. And, but we were going to do it in Speedos. Uh sitting on the handlebars riding backwards if you can picture that nice and brian could do that but i couldn't <laughs> so he had to teach me how to do it and we worked on that for about a month uh between thanksgiving and christmas for the reading holiday parade but there are pictures of us in speedos riding our bikes backwards on penn street in reading nice it was a lot of fun we had a blast <laughs> i wish i had drank then because it would have been even more fun <laughs> mikey d what do you got uh, I'm going back to like ninth grade too. Um, not speedos, but my uh, one of my best buddies and I. Uh, we dressed up as the Blues Brothers and performed at the local um, county like fair. We lip synced. You know, we weren't like singing, but we had the whole moves down. And sure. I was Dan Aykroyd character. I was Elwood. Skinny and he guy. Was, yeah, and he was the the portly John Belushi guy, uh, Jake, and and we killed it, man. We 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 rocked it. What songs? Um, we did Soul Man, Soul and Man. Um, I think we did one other, but I can't remember what it was. Um, Rubber Biscuit? No, it wasn't that. Right. Um, Soul Man was it. Soul Man was the one. That was yeah. the big one, yeah. But, that. And but it was good. It was fun. I will pay $100,000 for that video. I was going to say, is there video? <laughs> I think I can find it. Yeah, yeah. I can, might ooh, be able to bring ooh. it out. Oh, yeah. then I'll give VHS. You <laughs> <laughs> Papa Giggs, what do you got? Speaking of video, I hope there's no video of this. Uh, wasn't sure what to share, but I'm going to go with uh, when I was at Penn State, I was in Mifflin Hall. That was my dorm, and I don't know if anybody knows of uh, Mifflin Hall being famous because of the Mifflin streak sure. that's named after. So I kind of feel funny telling this on air or whatever we are here. But uh, my sophomore year, um, I was studying for finals. It was Sunday night before finals, and I wasn't planning on partaking in this Mifflin streak, this event that happens. And then uh, my two best buddies. The annual event? It's the annual event, okay. yeah. My two best buddies, you know, I get back to the dorm and everyone's kind of getting ready. And I had a final the next day and I didn't do well my first year as on academic probation still. Um, anyway, but, uh, and I didn't want to do it, but uh, my best buddies who I then room with my next two years kind of convinced me. And uh, I partook in the Mifflin streak and it was funny, crazy. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And were the people like... That's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, uh, seriously, it was in the days before, That's you know, great. this is 1986, probably. They still do so, it. So, uh, I think they still do it, oh, yeah. Right. It's gotten crazy. It was crazy then, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, there were there were cameras. I remember running through the the dorm across the street, like, because our sister dorm, where we had dining halls back then. That's where we ate, and you'd reckon, everyone, you, you'd recognize people, but you wore a mask, and they didn't recognize you. At least we thought they didn't recognize us. <laughs> but uh, it, that was that was the weirdest part when you actually ran right through At the dorm. At least from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, you ran right through the dorm because you ran around outside a little bit. But then when you ran through the dorm and they were like lined up four deep, it was uh, nice. It was uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks. A little shout out to my buddies Ivan and Doug. Did you wear sneakers or was that barefoot? Uh, sneakers. You had sneakers on. You, you went outside. It was in May, so you went outside just in your shorts and sneakers. And then, you know, we we'd actually did these exercises in the 
basketball court and then someone said drop them and then you dropped them and, and you carried them and you ran <laughs> and you all wear a, wore a mask i don't want to say what my mask was because uh i'll share it <laughs> in case there is video but i, I didn't, wasn't planning on doing this so i didn't know what to wear so i had some aluminum foil in my dorm room just you know put my toaster oven so i wrapped my head in aluminum foil poked out a couple eye holes and <laughs> breathing holes and wow. uh, and i did the mifflin streak so if there is video nice I might be the he's aluminum the, foil guy. <laughs> he's the silver streak. Silver streaker. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's so, great. Yep. Like I said, shout out to Ivan and Doug. Face, what do you got? Jeez, uh, I have a lot of them. Some of them seem me kind of mean now, so I think I'm going to pivot and <laughs> and go with uh, with gigs along the line of uh, gigs. So yeah, when I was in college, we used to. I had like my roommate and the two guys across the hall. We used to bet drinks just on dares you know like <laughs> this is worth five drinks if you if you'll do this so we were at the library one night and uh i don't remember how many drinks it was but it wasn't enough drinks but i did it yeah so i went to the back wall of the library pulled my pants down and proceeded to walk across the back of the <laughs> library which wasn't bad because it's you know everyone's had head down studying sure well my roommate had a whistle that i didn't know about <laughs> He blew the whistle in the library, and everyone oh, looked man. up. I went down trying to run because my pants were around my ankles, <laughs> and it was definitely not worth his mate, whatever whatever many drinks it was at the time. But it was super funny. Oh man! <laughs> All right, question five on the friendship. If your best friend turned into a zombie, would you shoot them or try to save them? Face, face. Yeah. We're going to go the other way. Absolutely, absolutely, shoot <laughs> yeah. every one of you guys. I just. <laughs> I just started watching. I think Max turned me on to it. It's called The Last of Us on HBO Max. Yeah. I mean, it's based on a video game, it's which a great, is crazy. It's a great show, but it's a really, really good yeah. show. Yeah. So it's it's uh, a little bit of a different take on zombies. That they're they're mush, basically mushroom people. But um, yeah, you, I love you guys, but you guys all need to be put down if you turn. <laughs> <laughs> Papa gigs. Yeah, I don't know much about zombies. I don't watch the TV shows and movies because. I watch serious movies. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I would make a minimal effort, but I figure instead of two, us, two of us dead, I'm going to do a mercy killing for my friend and just have one of us dead. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Mikey D? Uh, I'm going to capture you first and then start to run some medical tests <laughs> to try to cure the, the issues. Yeah. And if the yeah. cure doesn't work, then you're, then you're done. Then you, yeah. Well, uh, let me be specific or ask specifics. Um, you've captured me. I'm in a cage or something. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get rid of me then? A spike through the head? Um, yeah, probably. Well, maybe. maybe Burn them. Maybe. Yeah, maybe rifle. <laughs> um, I don't know. Either one. Uh, yeah. You'd be nice about it, though. You'd say, look the other way. Yeah. Or like, right. you would throw, like, a rabbit in the corner, and the zombie would, like, yeah. and yeah. then you'd shoot me in the back yeah. of the Or head. maybe a pillow pet. to the face. Zombie pet. Yeah. <laughs> Use one of the instruments out in his barn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Sawzall. <laughs> TD? Uh, well, based on everyone's responses, I'd like to say I'd try to save you, but that would just be stupid, because I do watch zombie shows, and there's no point. So... <laughs> It's just the humane thing to do. You just put them down and whatever you've got, um, nail gun, um, <laughs> rifle, sword, sure, whatever it takes. And not a brad nailer like yeah. But it's just nailer. it's an act of it's an act of humanity. It's an act of love, really. Mm-hmm. So, like so you need to think about that as I'm shooting you in the face. It's like Thanks. Old Yeller, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the movie Old Yeller. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
All right, question six. If you had to create a friendship superpower, what would it be? Now, I looked at it as I would have this friendship superpower. I hope everyone else did. If not, you could give it to someone else. And my friendship superpower is an unlimited cooler. Like it's always <laughs> full of like the best beer. And not the, not the crap stuff. Not like Miller Lite. Like one day you'd open it up, it was IPAs from the West Coast. Next day it was IPAs from Ooh. the Northeast. No, you know. What if it? What if it? When you open it up, it was whatever beer your friend was thinking they really wanted. Oh my God! So it always changed. Nice. We have to talk That's... to Chat. <laughs> That's an AI. exponential superpower. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah, well, you said no limits, right? That, there were any limits, That's right? Good. That's good. TD, what do you got? Um. I was a little more serious. I was going to have a superpower where I could, um, I could look at friends and their relationships, whether it's with other friends or with significant others. And I could immediately let them know that that person's an asshole (laughs) or, or not, but it would, but in my head, it would sound like the bionic man. And then I could hone in on the asshole coefficient and let them know, Hey, this guy's playing you. He's an asshole. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but no, that is a great, that is a great superpower. superpower. It's a little serious, but it's not as cool as a cooler. Yeah. No, I, I think it would be, so it's kind of like gaydar, but it's like friendar. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You've just named it. That's fantastic. I couldn't, I couldn't put a name to it. Mikey D, what do you got? So my superpower would be um, I'd be able to go with my friend, and if I had a friend that was having a bad day, I would automatically know that and be able to teleport both of us to the show of their choice. So Patty C, you and I would be going to a dead show. Nice. Gigs would be going to see Pearl Jam. (laughs) TD would be going to see Motley Crue, maybe. (laughs) Face only on only if Carey. Big Mike's going. <laughs> Mariah Carey. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. That is the neck. That is the first time Mariah Carey has been mentioned in the last three episodes. But we would have a concert of their choice. So it might not be Mariah Carey. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I mean, example. It would be. You don't have to say it loud. <laughs> Papa Giggs, what do you got? Uh, I went more serious. Uh, always saying or not saying the perfect thing. So... Um, if you need to be lifted up, they're going to say some fun stuff and kind of get you going. Um, they're going to be there for you during the tough points. They're not going to say things when you, you know, have to need their trust, but just always saying, yeah, always saying or not saying the perfect thing. Excellent. Excellent. Face? Um, okay. So picture this. It's a Wednesday or Thursday evening, and one of us puts out a text and says, hey, you guys want to all get together at Funk or Rising River or wherever? Like we do a lot of time, sure. right? The way that usually goes is within 24 to 48 hours, we're down to one or two people that possibly are in. <laughs> so my superpower would be right after that. Right after that text goes out, I send a subliminal message to everyone's spouse <laughs> that, like two hours later, Sue says to Pat, "You know what, Pat? You deserve some time with your friends. Why don't you go out and do this?" Laura says, I'm going hiking again. Todd, do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Mary Lee says, yes. Mike, Mikey D, you've been traveling a lot. Why don't you go unwind with your friends? And every time we say, every time someone, we all want to get together, it just happens. <laughs> nice. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> I just wish I had every one of those superpowers. <laughs> 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 all 
All right, question seven. This was a tough one. I hope you guys did your research. Come up with a good friendship saying like this one. A friend in need is a friend indeed. The proverb means a friend, a person who needs help at a difficult time is truly reliable person. Here's mine. A good friend helps you move. A great freaking friend helps you move a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Face, what do you have? Okay, mine's a little long, but you'll get this. I think everyone will get it. Uh, if your if your good friend asks you to meet for a beer and opens with "I have a crazy idea" and you say "I'm in," that's a good friend. <laughs> yes, I love that one. And that's I think, great. Yep. Yeah, obviously, Pat knows what that's about. Yeah. That was the that's that was the genesis of the the, the Sixteen Stones Curling Club. Yep. Nice. <laughs> exactly. I love you guys. <laughs> Papa Gigs, what do you got? So I just uh, did a little acronym with friends. So. Uh, my saying is a friend is fun, reliable, intelligent, enduring, nourishing, and daring. <laughs> Got to have a little daring in there, too. Nice. nice. Very nice. The nourishing part was a little weird. but yeah, Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's why okay. I said he it weird. Needed an, yeah. He needed a word that started yeah. with it. That's that's was a hard one. That, yeah, that was my hardest that was, one. Yeah. 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 That was, it was impressive that you pulled it together that fast. Do, do you want to hear the, the, the cut list? Sure. Nifty. Nifty. Yeah. Nifty is one of my favorite words <laughs> with <laughs> students. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really nifty. And they look at me like, what? Yeah. That's old school. Yeah. It throws them off. <laughs> or or ni- nice would have worked. Yeah. Yeah, no, nice, was too, nice was too, too simple. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was too easy. Because I already had fun. Fun was... We're filling here. Fun Pat. was a simple one. Needy. Um, needy. I, needy friend. Need, no, 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 no. Na- <laughs> I did think about natural. Just oh, not yeah, actually, but just because if it comes naturally, then it's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mikey D, what do you have? Mine's a little less serious. A friend to keep near is a friend that has beer. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Short and sweet. <laughs> I believe that's a t-shirt. <laughs> nice. TD, what do you got? Uh, I have a little rhyme for you. It's, it's a trick to never be a dick, <laughs> but always say sorry when you are, in fact, a prick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I worked on that all day. <laughs> Listen, I'm not good with as the, the as the kids would say. That's nifty. That's like, is that like a haiku? Is that like a separate poetry thing? I forget. It's almost yeah. a limerick, but it's not quite a limerick. No, yeah, it's no. not really anything. It's a free verse disaster. It's good though. It's I a like TD. All right. You're gonna want to eat a cannoli. We are now ready <laughs> for the music section of today's podcast. Question eight. Name some artists who were really good friends in the same band or good friends in different bands. I'm going to go first. Robert Hunter wasn't in a different band, but he wrote, all, he wrote a lot of songs for the dead. And him and Jerry had a great relationship. But Robert also had a great relationship with the rest of the band. Pigpen, they wrote Charlie, Box of Rain with Phil, and Jerry with multiple songs. So that's what I have. Uh, TD, who do you have? Uh, in honor of Big Mike, who couldn't be with us tonight, I'm going with a Motley Crue relationship, uh, who he calls the McDonald's of music. Um, it's, you know, when you're really hungry, it'll do. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Vince Neil, the lead singer, and Tommy Lee, the drummer. They were like best buddies. 
And, uh, you know, when they got together, it was dude fest, dude, 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 dude. Um, and they just seemed to have a lot of fun together doing really stupid things, uh, and playing music and living like a rock and roll lifestyle. So Vince Neil, Tommy Lee, don't want to be either one of them, but good buddies. Good. Mikey D, who do you have? Well, I, I wanted to touch a little bit on the fact that I think the better stories are the bandmates that don't get along. Because they just have the better stories with all the fighting and, you know, this craziness. But um, I went with um, the Traveling Wilburys. Ooh. All just like top-notch guys and just kind of like liked hanging out with each other. And sure. like talk about a super group. I mean, they just they just killed it. Yeah. Um, but what a great, great group of guys to hang awesome. around with, you know? Yeah. Would have been great to be in a fly on the wall when yeah. they first met or even yeah. went through recording. Absolutely. Papa Gigs? Maybe it's too easy, but one of the best songwriting pairs ever, uh, Lennon McCartney, especially in the early days. Now, the late days of the Beatles, you know, yeah. things kind of changed a little bit. But, uh, yeah, they were just such good buddies, and they loved writing songs together. They loved hearing what the other guys wrote. They loved finishing each other's songs and working together. Um, so, yeah, first seven years of the Beatles, Lennon McCartney. Excellent. Face? Um, well, it's funny that you asked this because I saw something today about it, but I'm going to go with... Uh, the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins. Nice. Those guys, I, yeah, I, I watched an old Howard Stern interview. And, you know, he's interviewed everybody, every musician. And he just, like, you know, even Howard was like, you guys just, you know, you, you can tell that, they, the, you know, they were obviously super close. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, next question is, your band mates are good friends. Find the worst album cover of a band and come up with a story on why it was so bad or how maybe it even did get produced. I sent you guys a link. It's hilarious. I'm now going to pass around my phone. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. The album cover was called Going Back to Miami by Wayne. I love his hair. Cochran. I'll pass it to face first. There his was, his hair doesn't oh, look, doesn't it looks like a creation I in am, the lab. I almost went with that one. There were so I don't many. Even, I never heard of this guy, but I almost went with that we'll one. Just, so many we'll classics just, in that. We'll just, it's a fantastic list. Oh my god! It, it every all, all the listeners need to check the show notes and go to this link because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Sure. <laughs> it's cr- TD, what do you got? Uh, the first one on that that link that Patty's going to drop in the show notes. Uh, the faith tones. Jesus, use me. Um, it is just fantastic. Three ladies Boofy with hair. with unbelievable bouffant hairdos. One has cat glasses, and they're wearing these blue frocks. It's just, and then the Jesus use me. Like I'm, that's just excellent. <laughs> so I I I went through that entire list, but I I come back to this. Like yep. you sent it a couple weeks ago. I've yep. come back to this at least once every couple of days and just laughed. When you scroll through it, it's like the first 20 are like the best and then you keep going and they get better. It's amazing. It's an amazing list. Mikey D? I went with uh, something a little more popular. I went with the Beatles um, Magical Mystery Tour when they're dressed up with the walrus oh. outfit and they're all wearing like these furry sure. costumes. Like, sure. Like, isn't that a thing? Like dressing up like a furry animal and stuff? I mean... What made them think to do that? I mean, I know they were all like into the psychedelics and <laughs> yeah, stuff, you know, sure. but I don't know. I just, and I had the album. I remember, you know, having yeah. the album and looking at it. And it's all like brightly colored and, sure. you know, very 60s, 70s. But I'm just like, what? The like heck? who said, hey, let's do this. It'll be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like the, the, the Michael Dukakis wearing the helmet and the tank. tank. I mean, it's like it just tanked his, his chances. to yeah. become, It's like, who decided to put this outfit on these guys? I hear you. It's crazy. Papa Gates, what do you got? Speaking of who decided to put this outfit on these guys, Prince Dirty Mind. Oh, um, yes. It's, I, lo- I thought Pat's album, The List That He Sent Us, was great, but I thought I want to get someone who's a little more well-known. Sure. And Prince has a couple album covers. Now, some people might say it's one of the best album covers of all time. It's yeah. all perspective, but... Prince is uh, wearing some like bandanas and he has this crazy blazer on. And, and what's behind like some, him? Is it not like a wine? What, uh, like I a... don't know. Something glitzy. I, I didn't even notice what was behind him because I, yeah. you know, because it's all about him. <laughs> and then he has these uh, bikini kind of. That was obviously right after he was in the Reading Holiday Parade. Undies on, yeah. Brian, <laughs> yeah. Brian and I. And luckily, <laughs> the album cover cuts off just perfectly. Yeah, but uh, perfect. Yeah, but Prince yeah. is, I guess he wants everyone to see his dirty mind because he's looking sure. sexy on this yes. record album. And, and he was just, short. He yeah, he was. Oh, he was really little. Oh, yeah, 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 he was yeah. officially a little person. Yeah, so I yeah. thought Prince Dirty Mind is just, yeah. it's a little too over the top. It's a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, God bless him. I know he's gone with us. He's a great musician and stuff. But oh, now, yeah. You, back in the day at that time, the, your producer would say, hey, this is a great picture. And you're like, I don't think so. And, and But, you know, they talk you into it. Yeah. It's going to catch people's eyes. But yeah. it's Absolutely. caught sure. mine in the wrong way. Face, <laughs> what do you got? Um, yeah, I went, I went, yeah, I spent a lot of time on Patty's He's List like TV did. Too. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I, I was drawn to this one. I'll show everybody. That was a good one, yeah. Scorpions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scorpions, and yeah. I don't know. I, like, in my mind, maybe I think the story was that you know, one of the guys was, you know, trying to hook up with a young lady in the backseat of a cab once somewhere. <laughs> and her and, shirt is off. Or like her. Yeah, dress but is maybe he was, he like had, there was a chewing gum incident that <laughs> kind of got morphed into this. So. <laughs> yeah, there's some, we don't see those anymore because of. Um, PMRC. Yeah, PMRC. Tipper Gore. Parents Music mm. Resource Center. Mm. Tipper Gore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because the Scorpions are German. And one right. thing I've noticed is that generally German music is weird. Like it, it, yeah. it's just, it just has an interesting, strange element to it. And a lot of the album covers are yeah. really bizarre. Mm. Even mainstream yeah. German acts. Mm. Uh, what's the best album cover and why? And I am going to go first. Uh, got into music early, and then once I got into Yes, I was like, these album covers are crazy. Roger Dean. And close to the edge, personally, for me, uh, when you look at the album, it's just like greenish going into a black, a darker greenish. But when you open the cover, it almost looks exactly like something you would see from Avatar now. Islands floating in the cloud. And, and that was all Roger Dean. He did, I think, Fourteen of their covers, you know, a bunch of live stuff. But like when you open an album cover, it was just like artwork. Face, what do you have? Uh, I I was crammed for time, so I went off your best cover list that you sent. Um, and I I went back and forth with a few of them, but I think I settled on the Fleetwood Mac rumors. It just oh, it's just so it. iconic with you know Mick Fleetwood and, and Stevie Nicks, and yep. you know, even the name of the album. It was such. Yeah. Such an incestuous band, you know. Yeah. Like it was just, per- it was just perfect. Yeah, almost, super clean, two people. Yeah, yeah. and I, then the name of the album. Yeah, the name of the album and all the songs on that are just amazing. You know. Yeah. I, th- I thought about bringing them up as the band that like was good friends with each other. Sure. Because they were like really good friends with. Well, each yeah, other. They, 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 yeah, they were kind of good. They were down the road that you were talking about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you, I don't, it wasn't on that album. Did you, did you guys hear the story behind the, the song "Everywhere"? 
So no. that was actually, uh, well, who sang that? Was that Christine? Was that Stevie Nicks or McVie? I don't know. It was Stevie Nicks. She was singing it about the lighting director that she was having an affair with. Oh. Yeah, I just read that recently. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty, yeah. pretty, you know, which was yeah. pretty typical for that band to sound like. <laughs> sure. 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 Yeah. Papa Giggs, what do you got? Um, I could have picked two Clash albums, and I went with the first Clash record. So, like you, Pat, like as a kid, seeing my older brother and sister's records, like the the first Boston record, mm-hmm. you know, the upside down guitar, spaceship, whatever. Yeah, that that was close, but just the first Clash record is really, really simple. But it's all about attitude. Um, these three london guys and just just their sneers and the way they're dressed up and you know this is like one of the first punk albums and it just it just was all about attitude and i think they captured it simply and perfectly sure uh mikey d what do you got so i dissed the beatles on the worst cover i'm gonna now give them some props on the best i'm going with abbey road Mm. i'm just walking in the crosswalk i just feel like you know it's such a i mean everybody knows that picture i mean um how many people just go to abbey road just to walk in that that crosswalk you know Try to get that same picture. So anyway, and it's been analyzed. What does it mean? Yeah, right, right. right. TD, what do you got? Um, I have a whole bunch uh, to choose from, and most of them are from my dad's vinyl collection that I inherited. Um, but I think I'm going to go with King Crimson, 21st Century Schizoid Man. Mm. And uh, I was just looking for the image of it, and but the listeners can't see it anyway. But it's a close up. It's a drawing of a man's face, and he looks kind of panicked. Uh, it's just really kind of iconic, uh, like pop art, um, and it just summarizes the whole theme of that album. And that was always one of my favorites. You know, I just stare at it. You know, in my dad's collection. Yeah. So I always really like that one. Awesome. That's awesome. Hey, we move on now to question eleven. If you just met a person, a guy or a girl, and they weren't into music that much, but you became good friends with them. Tell me a band that you would turn them on to so they would become a really cool friend. Face, you're next. Uh, I forgot to do this one, so I'm going to think of something quick. Um, I was listening to a lot of Foo Fighters after, after you know, I, I mean, you know, they're sure. not, maybe not as, as iconic as some of the, some of the other ones, but just a, just an awesome band. Mm-hmm. You know, awesome bunch of guys, you know, always a good time. A lot of great, great songs. Papa Gigs? It's an easy answer, but it's, I thought it out though, the Beatles. But because the Beatles are so many people, it's your entry level band. So yes. this person's not into music. So I took that very literally. So you're going to start with the easy poppy stuff. And if that doesn't grab them, which I think it will, and then you slowly get them into Rubber Soul and Revolver. And as oh, it gets weirder, and then it gets nice. weirder and weirder. But slowly, because you're introducing them and you don't want to, you want it to be a nice, easy, slow journey. Sure. So we're just going to take the Beatles arc from pop to their great mid-60s to their weird late-60s, and uh, where it's going to make a slow transition. They're going to be an awesome music lover after they do the Beatles catalog. Mikey D., what do you got? I went with uh, the American Beatles, the band, the band to band. Um, not for any particular reason, just because I think they're kind of a cool band and <laughs> good introduction, and they just have a you know awesome musicianship and just a cool... Uh, cool body of work you know so just if i wanted to make a cool friend cooler turn them on to the band i like it i like it and cat canada they were from canada i think some of them were yeah i don't know if all of them were but i think only robbie robertson was wasn't he the only american maybe yeah Yeah. and they had a short run and then they were like hey listen we did great stuff we're gonna break up and i was like what (laughs) 
TD, what do you got? But before they were the band, they had a good run, though, right? Yes. Bob Dylan's backing band. Bob Dylan's yeah, the, the yeah. Hawks. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. TD, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with David Bowie. Um, I know it's not a band. It's a guy. But it was, a, you know, a lot like Papa Gig said uh, with the Beatles. That's a real journey through musical history. Yeah. <laughs> he was always reinventing himself. He was always different. So you've got the crazy psychedelic Ziggy Stardust stuff. Uh, and then you've got, you know, he was really popular in the 80s, um, still making hit records that were very catchy. And then in the early 90s, I really liked it. the band he formed and only produced one album, Tin Machine. It was kind of like wailing guitars and like upbeat, fast-paced kind of stuff. Always good, always different. Sure. And uh, I think that would be something to, you know, turn somebody on to music and be Excellent. have a cool friendship. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Time machine question. Choose a musician you would like to become good friends with and also tell us where you would take them to impress them that you are cool and a good friend. Now, I did text everyone today, bring a friend along. I personally would would like to take Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> my friend Yolo, who's on the podcast crew, and I would like to take him to Disneyland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and like no one would know it's Ozzy Osbourne. Like it would just be Yolo, Ozzy, and I. And it would be like the teacup ride and then just do everything. And I think by the end of the day, it'd be like, let's just do the... The simple Ozzy would be like, let's just do the simple rides, <laughs> like the tram. <laughs> we would just get on the tram and just go around and start. Sharon, TD, what do you have? Uh, I'm gonna take. Um, it's funny you mentioned Ozzy. I'm gonna take Randy Rhodes, uh, nice. his his <laughs> famous and unfortunately short lived guitarist, uh, and and Big Mike um, to a banjo festival. Any banjo festival will do. Somewhere in Appalachia, uh, where people are missing a lot of teeth. And I'm just going to let um, Big Mike and Randy Rhodes jam for the people at the banjo festival. And everyone just admire the amazing talent and uh, and uh, witty banter and repartee, if that's the right word. Um, and just, just have a great time in Appalachia. Mikey D, what do you got? <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Patty C, and we're going to hop in the time machine. We're going to go pick up Matt Bolton. Whoa. And then we're going to go skiing up at Elk, because that's like a cool place to ski. Sweet. Matt Bolton would just think we were the coolest. (laughs) We're so cool. I like how Matt Bolton was on the trip in the time machine, all our friends and so on and so forth. Here we go. Gentlemen, a great friendship episode. I really like how we touched... Um, the electrodes of reality and making everyone really think that we are deeper than just shallow people that we really were in the 43 episodes before tonight. Brown grazing. <laughs> Face that wasn't too like enthusiastic or agreeable. It was a friend telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. (laughs) Started with that face. Let's say goodbye to the whole crew. Goodbye, friends.
Papa Giggs. Friends, amigos, mamba para siempre. I love it. Wow. We are going places, guys. So long, friends. TD. Adios, amigos. What live, man? This is great. This is like, well, it's, it's great because we're here, but I don't know what <laughs> This is great. We out.